Hello, and welcome to episode 69 of the Digital Theory Podcast. This is a show where three incredibly attractive dudes who look like they've been chiseled out of Italian stone talk about video games and other assorted geekeries in sweet, sweet, dulcet tones. This is your host, Magic Mike, and I'm joined, as always, by my partners in crime, Ravishing Ryan and Magnum Mark. Boys, how's it been hanging? Wow, that's all I have to say about that. Um, (laughs) The hype, you lived up to the hype train there, Mike. I'm so glad that I I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, it's been hanging good. Um, it's been hanging good. Mark, how about you? A little to the left, but I knew, uh, I knew you were going to say it. That's why <laughs> I had to. It. It's right there. I mean, it's, it's low yeah. hanging fruit, but it's fruit nonetheless. It's, oh, look at that. Look at that. Double pun. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, uh, just a, a word of, wisdom i guess from us is mark and i had heard this prior to the release and i've got to say i was cracking up ever since <laughs> just thinking about it i'm like oh yeah yeah it lived up to the hype so Excellent. how many episodes did we hype this up about three we did hype like this up for like three episodes you're right so um if you like this more to come you know more to come for sure We'll do some more themed episodes. Uh, I'm glad that uh, my hype train didn't derail like the cyberpunk. So, oof, yeah, coming out with the shots. Yeah, really. hey, look, I'm still still kind of sore about that one. I, I will say this about cyberpunk because unless you're a listener who has a time machine, you won't be able to you won't be able to pull the trigger on this deal. But cyberpunk today only, we're recording on the seventh, is five dollars. Now, okay. So I was going to talk about this as one of the items. Is that just at Best Buy or is it everywhere? I think it's just at Best Buy. Okay. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, pretty huge discount. Yeah. Um, I guess we can go right into that. First of all, I mean, can we believe that we made it to episode 69? I know. Little, little, uh, you know, I don't like to toot my own horn too much, but uh to toot all our horns, I think we all deserve a pat on the back for actually sticking with it through yeah. 69's episode. Yeah, we're all doing proverbial hero stances, superhero exactly. stances right now. Yep. Yeah. So what's the yeah. next milestone? 100? 100 is going to have to be the big one, yeah. No, the next milestone is 70. Every episode <laughs> Well, that's is true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess, you know, Mark, that, I like the way you think. That's like a very positive way of thinking about I'm it. I'm a cup half full kind of guy. Yeah, I like that. And I, I do appreciate the nicknames we were given in the intro. Oh, good. Uh, yes, yes. I, I'm uh, considering changing my name to Magnum Mark. You know, I, I did. I Those were, I had to brainstorm quite a bit for those uh, just to make sure I had something that was um, both humorous and titillating. Oh, well, you can color me titillated. There we go. Mission accomplished. Wow. Well, that was a lot of fun. So we'll see you guys next week. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Tune yeah. in next we'll time. End on a high <laughs> note. Um, but yeah, anyway, we were talking about um, Cyberpunk. So actually, one of the news articles I was going to bring up is, so apparently Best Buy, I just found this out today. They're doing like um, 
a spring sale daily. Are you aware of this? I did not uh, know about this. So it's from the 4th through the 10th. So we missed like several days. Yeah. We're recording this on the 7th. But that's today bad marketing. Cyberpunk. Yeah, today's Cyberpunk for 5 bucks. There's also two uh, HyperX headsets on there for uh, 15 bucks. So Yeah, which is, you know. Not bad. No, it's not bad at all. And they got actually pretty decent reviews, it looks like. So. Yeah, well, the sale states uh, each day they're going to feature a video game and accessory for one day only sick that's pretty so, cool. little flash like, sales what's crazy though is like i'm a best buy like member you know like reward member mm-hmm. i didn't even get an email about this or anything that's weird because that's it the that's a paid membership right no 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 just like the best buy rewards like oh you know, okay what's the, the what's the one that they have where it's a paid membership like a geek squad thing maybe but like all, all, the only reason i've heard of it is because the last time there was a graphics card drop those were the only people who could place an order. Oh, really? Yeah, the paid members. Which, you know, I you know, I get it. I get it. Well, okay, so while we're on this topic, so I'm helping a family member try and find a PS5, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I want to get your thoughts on something. So... They're hard to find, of course. Xbox Series X is readily available pretty much everywhere. So if you want one, you can just go get one. But from the PS5 side, um, they're doing like weird in-person sales only, which I kind of understand. But GameStop's doing something unique, and I want to get your opinion on it. So basically, they're only selling it to you if you're a pro member. Oh, man. And they're only selling you a bundle even as a pro member. So, like, I kind of get it. Like, okay, if they're a pro member, it kind of gets the scalpers. You know, they could limit you to one, you know, that kind of deal. But to be a pro member and to sell you a bundle, I think that's kind of dirty. The bundle bundle part, I agree, man. That's scummy. Like, I can can get behind that, you know, be a pro member. You can get, you know, first dibs on an order. But to to only be able to buy, like, what, an $800 or even a $1,000 bundle, that's kind of... It's yeah, it's eight hundred and I think it was eight hundred and fifty bucks last month. Yeah, I don't like that. That don't like that. No, sir, don't like it. Yeah, that's kind of my thought process on it. And in my in my head, I'm kind of thinking like, hey, you know, if I were to buy a PlayStation, I'm generally going to buy something with it anyway. Right. But the fact yeah. that they they're throwing in like in these bundles like PlayStation cards, a game control, you know, things like that, and it's like, see, the PlayStation cards are just unnecessary. Like that's just like you're that's just that's that's just jacking up the price for no reason right mark what's your take on it well i, I you know i i want a ps5 but i, I don't want a bundle it, it, so you know yeah. i don't know it's just it just seems like a steep commitment to have to make but i do kind of get it since they are you know to kind of discourage uh scalpers and but it just seems like there could be an easier way. Yeah, and I, that's why I kind of agree with Micah on the whole, you know, buy the pro member. I get that. Mm. You know, notify me when it's available. I get first dibs. And you can even limit me to one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you're paying that for that service. It's $15 a year, which isn't much, but still. Um, but to go. That's a pretty good deal for $15 for a year. Yeah, and I think you actually get some coupons and stuff like that with it. So, 
I'm cool yeah. with that. Yeah. The bundle is what's getting me too. Yeah, the 15 bucks is not bad. Like, yeah, whatever. Just drop a membership on that. But yeah, the bundle is price gouging for no real good reason. Yeah. Uh, I will say this though, Mark, if, if you are looking, uh, there is um, a restock Twitter is going nuts. Uh, there is potentially a target drop tomorrow. Well, so, April 8th. So those of you guys listening to this, you know, you'll be able to know whether or not this rumor is true or not by the day that this goes live. But um, yeah, according to Restock Twitter, possibly tomorrow. Well, if it is true, I'll go ahead and put it out there that I won't be any competition. I just had to <laughs> uh, pay the title transfer fees for oh, the motorcycle that yeah. Ryan convinced me to buy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I actually want to make episode 69 um, important because I we're going to keep this episode recording until Ryan pays me back. Oh, yikes. Those fees. Wow. Man, hold on. I didn't know about that. Calling this. me I out. I need to get like a pee <laughs> bottle or something. That's right. Should have came prepared. Yeah. This is the endless set list all over again, Michael. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Tell me about it. Oh. Uh. Well, sorry, Mark. I did not know it was going to cost. No, that's all amount. good. <laughs> it's all good. That's the, that's the government, right? Yeah, exactly. that's who we'll blame. That is the government. Yeah, so, you know, that's honestly, they are to blame almost all the time. So you you're not wrong. Yeah, when uh, the lady that I was, you know, that the bike was in her name. Um, when when she heard the how much I had to pay, she was like, "Wow, every." She's like, "You didn't expect." titles to be that expensive like right. it's just getting ridiculous it's just a piece of paper <laughs> it's a legal document is all that is yeah yeah so shout out to the dmv yeah <laughs> the state of north carolina <laughs> needing to make money somehow uh one of the many ways anyway yeah. i'm thinking about asking if i can get the uh money i have to pay them back and taxes anyways for if i can get that back since i just paid that's know. true because that is a that is a, a tax deductible in north carolina oh that's good to know uh renewing uh yeah well i don't know about the title but renewing your anything any type of uh, insurance or taxes you pay at you can uh claim back on your taxes well, i'll let you know how the court case is going next week there you go keep you updated yeah put that put that suit in <laughs> yeah maybe it will come in handy after all yeah so uh we still talking about the Best Buy sales? Is that what, is that what the <laughs> yes. I did have a question about it. <laughs> we went on a way We did, yeah. <laughs> um, have they announced like what games are going to like, what they'll be offering tomorrow or is that just you have to find out the day you just got to find out. Okay. Okay, Best Buy. Yeah. Kind of like the like Black, Black Friday, Cyber Monday uh, flash sales with Amazon. But here's my problem with this one. I really don't even know that I want to pay $5 for Cyberpunk. Yeah, I think they should have gone like cute with like, it and offered it for 77 cents. Like, ooh, there you go. That's bad. You know what I mean? I will say this. Like, if you get it for five bucks at this point um, with, the, uh, with the fixes, it is a steal. But at, at what point, though, are they going to throw it for free on PS Plus? Yeah. Probably never. If I was CD Projekt Red, <laughs> I'd never let them take uh, give it out for free. But they, they took Plus. it off the store, though. Exactly. I would be. Yeah, that's exactly right. I'd be like, nah. Is it can't. still off the store? No, it's on the store. It's back. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember. Yeah, it's back. If I was them, though, I'd be upset. I'd be like, nah, you, you can never give this away. 
I would put it on Game Pass. Ooh. As a little, as a little uh, up yours. You would put it on Game Pass. Yeah, absolutely. Would you put it on PlayStation's Game Pass that's coming out? No, that's what I'm saying. If I was if I was CD Projekt, I would be super petty about that. Oh, so you would just take Sony for every cent? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But to be fair, it ran off. Yeah, oh yeah. To be fair, it was it was a potato on PS4. Um, they honestly shouldn't have released it on the last gen consoles. Well, they're still an independent studio, right? No, I, I'm no, they're they they make a ton of money. Well, but they're not owned by like micro or CD projects. Or oh products. yeah, yeah, no, they, they're their own. They're their own. Uh, yeah, they're their own. Their their own publishers and stuff like that. What if Sony buys them and sets up yours? Ooh, uh, would you take that deal question. if you were the head of CD Project Red, Micah? Um, if I was the head of CDPR, um, I don't know if I would sell because I think they make enough money without needing some sort of like corporate overlord. That's fair, and I'm not. I'm not big on the suits telling me what to do anyway. It yeah, depends on yeah, the money. If you, if, you sold it, if you sold it, you sold it for three billion dollars with your offer, kind of like George Lucas and Disney. Yeah, I'll take the billion for sure. But if it's if you're offering me slightly more than, you know what my, what my profit was for the year, then nah, now nah, we're good. All right. That's fair. Yeah, I think so. Sounds like you've assessed the situation. You've come at it with a, with a logical outlook. Yep. Look, I'll I'll stick to my guns. All right. Sound financial and and business advice from my maybe not. Week. It's probably not sound <laughs> at all. But uh, it's the way I would. So I, I I wouldn't be good at running a company because I would let things. I would make decisions <laughs> from an emotional standpoint more than anything, just to stick it to people. <laughs> well, Mike, you're gonna give you a good laugh. I went to GameStop tonight, you know, looking for the PS5, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife, she said, I could see Micah working at a GameStop. You know, that's interesting that she would say that. And I said, Well, uh, he did. <laughs> well, wouldn't you know it? He actually did. Uh, back in the day, I was the third key back in the day. That was like, so like you middle manager management. Imagine yeah. if you would have stuck with the company, wrote out oh God, climbed the corporate way. You imagine matter. that? The, uh, the, but uh, do you imagine if when the stock panel hit, if you would have worked your way, continue working that's, your way up the yeah, ladder? That's true. Yeah, if I had yeah stock options, could have had a sweet payout. I wonder if my old manager still works for GameStop. Shout out to Paul. He's <laughs> listening. Hey, Paul. <laughs> Welcome, um, to, dude. Good, good episode to get a shout out on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, episode yeah. sixty nine has just went off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, I mean, what did you expect, really? So it kind of had to. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man, what were we talking about? Best Buy, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. New story, anyway, numero uno. So, Mark, get us back on the game path here. Okay. Have you guys heard about the? Uh, <laughs> Remakes coming out. <laughs> uh, I have. I'm. I'm actually pumped about these. I am as well. Uh, Remedy has announced, of course, a remake from Max Payne One and Two. Uh, looks like for just the next gen consoles and PC. Sick. Um, 
And it's going to, it's being developed on the Northlight engine, which is what was used to develop Control and Alan Wake Two. Sick. Yeah. So this is uh, this so far has good written all over it. I really hope that they don't change Mac Payne, Max Payne's face from the first one. That guy just stuck in that scowl. <laughs> just just res it up, but don't change the face too much. Yeah, I mean, I so I haven't ever played these games, but part of the the bundle I bought on Humble Bundle a couple weeks Humble ago. Humble Bumble. Um, yeah. Sorry, Humble Bumble. Um Humble Bumble. It had Max Payne 3 included in it. Um so this is kind of good timing if I ever yeah. want to pick these up, play through the trilogy. I will say the third one is is passable. Like you can just not play it and oh really okay. that's the only one i have played yeah so compared to the first two it's i liked it the least i mean it was it was okay but you'll see what i'm talking about when you play through one and two it's it almost seems like it doesn't fit i gotcha mike i'm surprised you're excited about this because didn't uh rockstar have a hand in this they did i think right I like think with the original like, release yeah i think so so yeah this says remedy and it says remedy and rockstar games um, announce it but it sounds like remedy is, it says remedy will handle development while rockstar will finance the project they'll just be publishing yeah uh, it says it's going to be in line with the typical remedy triple a game production okay i was going to say you might you this know, is rockstar's been IGN. Doing on remakes that's true yeah if, if they if they're if they'll just fund it like it says yeah like it's looking like they're going to just and leave give, remedy, let remedy do it because uh, Remedy's got a pretty good track record, as far as I know. I mean, Control was pretty sick. Alan Wake was is one of my favorite games. Yeah. Game's dope. Um, so looking forward to this. I don't know. I haven't seen a a like a, a, a release date or even anything like a like an estimated release date. Um, so who knows? This could yeah. be. It's probably at least a year out. I would say. Oh yeah, probably. It, it's probably kind of like the same way that they announced the uh um witcher 4 or the whatever it's going to be called it might be more of like a recruitment announcement does that make sense like announce yeah. what they're working on to try to get developers to uh apply yeah that's a good point so definitely want to keep an eye on yeah i'm excited for both of those they're they are, uh, they hit me in the uh, nostalgia feels for sure. Um, let's see another game announcement. I'm pretty excited about Starfield got a little bit of an update. I saw uh, you, that. So, did you watch the uh trailer? I didn't see the trailer, I saw the screenshots that were being posted from the trailer. I need to watch it. Um, yeah, so it, it basically is just announcing, you know. The com- like introducing the companion Vasco. Um, and he actually is in the first trailer that they announced. He's like the cargo robot that is near the ship. Okay. Um, but they kind of hinted at what he is like um, and what he's might be capable of. Uh, so uh, they, they mentioned, they kind of hint that he could be like, you know, hold extra items. So that if your inventory gets full, he can, he can hold a lot of stuff um, since he's like a cargo robot. Yeah. Um, he, he he's capable of fighting one of his arms i think turns into a machine gun um and uh then they kind of describe his personal his, or his personality um uh, which is you know typical like lovable robot companion right. um 
So that's just like, you know, a little sneak peek, um, obviously, I think to kind of hit towards what other kind of companions to, you know, get people speculating on that. Right. Um, but anything Starfield, I'm going to eat up. Yeah, that that's interesting. Uh, I So I guess they're taking, I wonder if they're taking more like the same approach for companions like they did in the Fallout series where you just meet these people and then eventually you can con- convince them to to join up with you. That's kind We're, of the uh, vibe I get. Or okay. like, that's kind of the route I see them going with it. So it's not like a Mass Effect where you got like a crew and you just choose who you take out with you. I mean, well, I guess it could be that too, but. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know, because Vasco looks like he is on your ship. Yeah. Um, looks like you you might even start with him. Um, but this this paragraph here, this is coming from Polygon, says uh, the you know Starfield, the upcoming open world game, um, will have all the hallmark, hallmarks of character-driven, choice-filled RPGs, um, and that includes some lovable companions. And for a science fiction game set in a vast expanse of space, obviously you need some robot friends. You know, oh, for I've, sure. Talk yeah. about Vasco. Yeah. Um, but so that that to me makes it sound like it's going to be characters that you're going to meet um, cool. and, and be introduced to. And I, which I, I hope it is closer to Fallout's companion system than the Elder Scrolls, because, I mean, don't be wrong. I love the Elder Scrolls, but Fallout's companion system seems a lot deeper. Oh, it's way better. Elder Scrolls companion system is kind of like, especially Skyrim, it's kind of bland, like there's not yeah. much there. I mean, they're, they're literally just there to hold your stuff and, yeah. and you can use them as like a distraction. Yeah. Not um, even a good distraction. Yeah. I mean, really, they don't you know, ever really do anything. Yeah. Interesting. So I do. I'm just so excited for this game. This is probably this is the game I'm looking to, like most forward to. Like with the, easy. Hope that I hope that the hype uh is worth the uh what they deliver oh i hope so too but i, I hope there's not another cyberpunk on our hands that would be rough that'd be rough to take man bethesda's a company i still have faith in yeah i, I still believe in bethesda delivering just a good solid bethesda game yeah i mean even the not the, the ones that aren't their best are still decent games yeah i mean there's still like i had some thoughts about fallout 4 but it was still it was still an okay fallout game but it still ran fine you didn't have the same problem with cyberpunk right yeah exactly yeah and like i didn't play fallout 4 nearly as much as i did as new vegas but um i liked the setting like the the atmosphere in the world a lot yeah just the i mean the characters but i mean the i I never felt like the characters were that much different than the elder scrolls i mean which I know it was a lot of people's issue, but I don't know. It, it, it didn't kill it for me that much. Right. But I, but I also, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't, I didn't follow the, that game as closely as I did New Vegas anyway. So, you know, I didn't have the same attachment. Right. But Starfield, I've got some serious attachment to it. Fingers across for you, man. I appreciate it. I will definitely be, uh, letting you guys know as soon as I know how that game is. <laughs> you guys got, uh, got anything? Uh, well, I watched a pretty interesting uh, video today, video uh, presentation. I don't know if you guys or anyone else listening had got the chance to see the state of Unreal uh, last week is kind of a um, uh, showcase of Unreal Engine 5, and it looks 
bonkers bananas. Uh, this looks like the games running from this engine are going to be just mind-blowingly beautiful. Um, and we got two really cool pieces of information. So one, we have uh, we talked about this last week, but we have the new Witcher is being made in the Unreal Engine 5. Uh, and the next Tomb Raider game has just been announced and said it'll be using Unreal Engine 5 as well. Oh, wow. Seems like Unreal is the future. Yes. Yeah, for sure. A lot of people are jumping on it. Um, on the uh, state of Unreal, there was a screen where they showed the logo of all the companies currently working on a game with Unreal Engine 5. And it was a lot. And it was a lot of big name uh, studios. So um, pretty excited to see what the next, you know, five, 10 years are going to look like with the Unreal Engine 5 games finally starting to come out. Yeah. Um, the video, it, ha- it looks like it has like a little teaser of, see, of, you know, what The Witcher could look like the next Witcher game. Yeah. That was an interesting part of the video. Uh, the guys at CD Projekt Red, they were featured in like a little, like four, three, four minute clip in the video, like a interview with them and why they chose Unreal Engine 5. And they referenced that scene that you're talking about mark there was a a scene like a demo scene called i think it's called like medieval countryside or something like that and uh it looks exactly what you would want a witcher game to look like it Um, does and the guy even remarked he said in the demo there was a a notice board that on one of the pieces of paper it said monster slayer wanted and the guy at cd project was like we don't know if that was like a little subtle hint for us to join unreal engine 5 but it got our attention that's sick yeah Yeah. i mean i've watched like just that clip of what looks like you know where he's like walking up to that poster board or or the camera was walking up and i mean it is just insane what that looks like yeah yeah it's amazing there's also a a, um, future clip where they show um a developer basically changing around the matrix city from that from that matrix demo Mm -hmm. in real time and it's it's incredible how good it looks in real time like just being a, a level being edited like without any of the post processing or anything like that put on the visuals it looks amazing yeah i mean i i can't even imagine what this is going to do for the gaming industry yeah uh, and they gonna... the other Sorry, thing man. that they talked about you're fine they they talked about and you, you just reminded me when you mentioned the gaming industry they talked about how it's being used uh, heavily in um, uh, like like graphical uh, arts, so like architecture, oh, yeah. um, car design, and even like movies are using Unreal Engine Five. I was gonna say I could see movies starting to use it too. Yeah, because I mean it. I mean it looks real. Yeah, it's. I mean it's it's getting to that uncanny valley, like where it's it's pretty dang close. Yeah, I mean, I think the next step is our our our, our video game characters are going to know that they're video game characters, right? That'd be that's going to be crazy. My <laughs> only concern is can like even this next gen console can it keep up with this kind of stuff? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah, that's a good point. I think um, I think at the early stage of the Unreal Engine 5's life, it can. I I'm, agree concerned you know later down the road when people when they have more 
tools and more optimizations in the engine that's going to be able to do more you know the technology is not going to be there so we'll, we'll have to see a new generation of consoles come out um, or just a kind of an abandonment and, and move to pc we'll see that would be I wild think, i think what we'll see though is more like a a console you know i got the air quotes going console that has like interchangeable parts you know what i mean yeah that so would essentially be you, you have like a ps5 with you know some sort of port that you can swap out the graphics card right like similar. yeah like a like a base architecture yeah it has just like your motherboard and your processor and then everything else will be modular yeah that's what i think we'll get that would be cool point. that would be that legit. would be cool because like ps5 is already doing that with the ssd exactly that's a good point yeah and you can sell them all inside like little little chassis and they yeah. can only snap on one way and you know and that would also be cool because that would be a really like low barrier entry point for people to learn how to like build their own PCs. Yeah. Right. That's a good idea, right? Yeah. Yeah. You better like trademark that. that. I was yeah. going to say, write that one down. Yeah, for sure. That's well, a really good uh, idea. You heard it here on the Digital you Theory did. Podcast. You, where April we, 7th. Hey, listen, we make the future happen on this podcast. We've done we it before. Do. Yeah, Sony's going to come out and say, well, since we couldn't get any consoles out uh, currently, <laughs> we're just going to create a new one. We're going to scrap it. Yeah. PS6 immediately. PS6. Yeah. Oh, you uh, guys would make, could probably make some bank off your PS5s then if, uh, if you know, because there'd only be so many out. That's true. Yeah, like collector's edition. Hey. I like the Dreamcast. Yeah. You just got to hold on to those old consoles, man. They eventually yep. will be worth something. Oh, well, um, Micah, I've got something that I thought was pretty wild that you'd be interested in. Mm -hmm. um, so apparently, according to Kotaku, a Twitch streamer has beat Elden Ring without damage of any kind. I think that is absolutely insane. Now, I've not played this game, but I can only imagine. I don't understand how that's even possible. possible. Yeah. Apparently, he practiced in open world for 130 hours prior to to pull it off. Whoa, jeez, that's impressive. I'm gonna have to watch it because that's like that to me seems almost impossible. But maybe that's just because I suck at this game. So you do not want to meet this guy in PvP. Oh God, no! Jesus Lord, he he beat the entire game without taking any damage, without any damage of any kind. That's insane. Does that mean he, he didn't? He did it give in three any hours. That's even crazier. So he he did it without taking any damage of any kind. Did he? But does that mean he also? I'm assuming he gave damage. I assume so. I haven't watched it. Um, I just don't understand how they're these people are beating this game in like not to mention no damage, but so quickly. I haven't watched any of these speed runs, but I got to check it out. Cause that that's just, it almost seems like a superhuman feat. Yeah. I mean, he's just, I'm just kind of spot watching it right now as we're talking and I mean, he's just kind of cruising through. That's insane. <laughs> Some people are just built different. Yeah, you know, you're right, Mark. 100% right. Good point there, Magnum. But I mean, that's what I'm here for. 
how do you even t- how do you beat like the bosses with no damage? Yeah. Yeah, even like the earliest bosses are ridiculously hard. Hmm. I don't know. That's interesting. Glad you brought that up because I got to watch this. I I didn't hear about this guy with no damage. Yeah. That, I'm reading through the article now. Uh, avoids all types of damage. That's insane. Like there's parts of the game where you have to walk through an area that has a poison like floor, like a poison atmosphere. And like, obviously you can, you can eat things that like raise your poison resistance and all this, but Mm -hmm. it's almost, I don't, some of these areas are too large for you to just totally sprint through with, without your level rate. I just don't, I don't understand how he did it. (laughs) Well, we here at Digital Theory salute this guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 21 gun salute this guy. I love how the how Kotaku ends this article. It says, meanwhile, a lot of other folks are still just trying to beat the first boss. That's exactly (laughs) right. That's exactly right. Oh, man. Wow. So uh, that's a a challenge for you, Micah. Go for it. That's never going to happen. That is never going to happen. Hey, how's uh, Sifu coming, by the way, while we're talking about... Uh, you know, I actually have I put that down while I'm playing Elden Ring. Okay. But I never did get past the club. Uh, but I had to I had to put it down because it was, it was starting to get to the point where I was getting like, em- like very much emotionally angry <laughs> about it. And I knew if I got too angry, I would just never play it again. So... I will be coming back to it at a later date. It's still a fantastic game. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Just, it is tough. It is very tough. Wow. Well, I have some, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'll say, go ahead, Mark. I was just going to say, that's all I've got for the news this week for me. I've got one more, and I think it's one that you guys might be kind of excited about. Uh, Micah, probably specifically you. Okay. Um, GOG announced today that it has a plan to quote come back to our classic roots. Uh, they're gonna start. I it's I don't know what they're gonna do. Um, the article just says <laughs> this is coming from PC Gamer. Uh, the aim is to make classic games more visible, and the first step is a quote revival of the good old games concept. Uh, the newly added good old game tag highlights more than 500 games, each of which is over a decade old and widely considered considered a classic. Sick. Um, some of the ones they just announced are are already announced. Um, Planescape Torment, Heroes Fantastic. of Magic Three. Yeah, that's one I'm looking forward to playing. I have it on Steam, um, and have heard nothing but good things. Yeah, the story <laughs> in that game is amazing. Theme Hospital. Have you guys heard of that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, Blade Runner. Sick. I own that yeah. game. Still on disc. That game looks pretty sick. Dude, it is. It is. If you love the movie, you are going to go nuts with the game. It's like an old school point and click adventure game. Oh, but, really? Man, dude, it's just. It's got. It's got actually uh, actual actors from the film doing their voice work in the game. Oh wow! It's amazing. 
yeah, that's one. I might have to pick that one up. Yeah, it's um, great. So uh, a little bit more recent games that are getting the tag, um, which these kind of sting that they point them out. Uh, Dragon Age Origins and Fallout New Vegas um, are... Well, are, those are considered classics? Yep, they're oh, more than 10 years old. Dang. I've, I've passed, as this game puts it, the event horizon. Yikes, man, that makes me... <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, I, uh, I remember sitting in gym class in middle school and me and like a couple of guys talking about how, how insane Fallout New Vegas wow. was. Oh, man. That makes me feel really old, actually. Dragon Age Origins, I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure I was in college when that one came out. Hold on. Careful, Micah. I know. Let <laughs> I me mean, find... When was the uh, release date of that? Uh, yeah, I was. Wow. When did it come out? 2009. That's the year I graduated high school. Wow. I I was 11. How was it? Seventh grade? I don't know. Wow. <laughs> I remember I would I would wake up though in the mornings before school and and sneak in some Dragon Age Origins. It was such a good game. It's so good. Yeah, that was a fantastic. Game. I got stuck on a part though where like I don't even remember what is going on in the game but for some reason i got turned into a rat and had to like find oh my yeah way out of you're this. in the mage tower oh my god dude lake, i can lake never Cavernad. could never find my way out and i eventually yeah. i gave up and i just i haven't played it since Let's screw this that's funny but it was a like the, that world it just feels so alive yeah yeah it's great it and in my opinion this that is the best of the three games agreed um they need to make it just another one like that and uh, add achievements on Steam. Yep. Origins there is lacking. You, there you go. <laughs> Had to point it out. There you go. We've talked about this. Come on. I thought, yeah, why Why have they not? Yeah. Why is this issue not fixed? Pay attention. Take notice. Come on, Valve. <laughs> but so, yeah, that'll, uh, that's something to keep a lookout for, for GOG. Cool. And I haven't, I don't use GOG much, but I do like a lot of the classic games. Um, so this actually might be something I come back to. Yeah. Cause is this, is it a storefront on its own like steam or it is? is. Like, yeah. So they don't give you like steam keys. No, but you can, you can buy it on GOG and then just go to steam and click add a non steam game and you can still launch it from there. Oh, okay. But it don't, you don't get the steam achievements or anything, but do you uh, have any, uh, issues with like crossplay with it or no? On GOG, yeah, I I haven't tried any crossplay with any games. Okay, um, I usually just buy single player old school RPGs on it. Like I bought this one called Inquisitor. Um, I, the jury's still out on that one. <laughs> we'll talk about that one at a later date. Is it uh, is it available on Steam? Just to like look at, you know, I don't know if it is available on Steam. It's um, it's called Inquisitor. Uh, let's see, let me look it up. Yep, it's on Steam. It's available on Steam. It's got like an old bald guy on the on the cover, like a red robe. I must be spelling Inquisitor wrong. I found Zork, Grand Inquisitor. Zork. Yeah, I don't think that's the same game. Right. Inquisitor is. 
uh, I-N-Q-U-I-S-I-T-O-R. Bald dude. Oh, that's weird. It doesn't bring it up for me. Uh, just called Inquisitor. It was, um, <laughs> let's see, when was it? It was actually released in 2012, but this game looks way older than that. Oh, wait. I mean, I just found it. Here we go. Whoa, yeah, it does. Um, but it's kind of like a throwback to like the old Baldur's Gate games. Um, right. And I've heard that the story is really, really good. Combat pretty sick. is not so great because it's like freaking hard as crap. <laughs> um, but uh, the story looks like pretty cool. A lot of people say it's, the story is very much like Diablo. Like it's super dark and there's like you know, you're sent by the church to root out like heresy and like there's demons and stuff. So it, it sounds like a really cool game. What this review here says, question, is this a good game? Answer. No, this is not a good game. Question. Is this <laughs> game worth playing? Answer. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, probably not a great game, but you know, the story seems to be pretty cool. All right. We'll get back to us when the jury reaches a, reaches a decision. You know, I'm probably going to have to, Honestly, what's going to end up happening is me using a trainer to get through this because the the combat is so difficult. It's unreal. But the fact that I can interrogate people using like real torture devices like the Iron Maiden and the rack is that is what I want to do. (laughs) Like if I want to be an inquisitor, that's what I want to do. I want to be an inquisitor. Yeah, I mean. How many other games offer you that chance? Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, that wraps it up for my news. Um, so we can shift gears if you guys want. We've been playing yeah, I just wanted into. to bring one more thing up, uh, Mark, because you've got me hooked on the, and I'm just going to call it the wrong thing for fun at this point, Humble Bumbles. Yep. Um, there is a bundle out there for industrious games. I know I sent it to you guys in a message, but mm-hmm. um, I think I'm going to snag it because for 13 bucks you get nine games. Half of them I won't probably play, but it does have Sim Casino and Sim Airport in it. We just yeah. talked about Sim Casino, right? Yeah. Um, Micah, there is a Farming Simulator 17 in this game. I saw that. Pack. If I buy this bundle and I send you that, will you play it? I'll give it a shot. I'll give I've, it a shot. I've not played 17. The first one I played was 19, but yeah. I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it an honest shot. Because I think uh, for 13 bucks, that's worth it for just the airport and casino game. Just yeah. give it a whirl. Sim Airport seems like it'd be really fun anyway. Yeah. It's got 78% positive on yeah. Steam. So I might give that a whirl. There you go. So if you guys are looking for some industrial games. Sim Casino looks really cool. It does kind of look kind of cool. With It's 81% positive too, so... I think I'm going to give it a whirl. Let us know. Keep us Micah, updated. Next episode 70, Mike is going to be a farmer, you know. Uh, well, you know, I I will give it a shot before the next episode. That's that's that is for sure. I will try it. All right. Now, I know Whether Mark or not, tried one. I'll I don't become know. A farmer. That's another I don't think he got into it, but thing. Yeah, the farming life was not for me. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let, not at least I could make a lifestyle of it, but if uh if a buddy invited me to his farm, I'd, I'd go hang out for a day. Yeah. Now, see, I can do the farming I'm into is like the Stardew Valley level of farming. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I get that. That That's, you know. Harvest but I, Moon. I will try this one. Yeah. Harvest Moon, exactly. Yep. 
Okay. Sounds good. I'll keep you updated. See, they need to bring back Harvest Moon. That game was like my childhood. When was it? I feel like there was one released sort of recently. I feel like they're not the same, though. Like, yeah, that's true. Which one was? I don't remember which one was on the GameCube, but that was that was my jam growing up. GameCube? Harvest uh, Moon, A Wonderful Life? That's it. Yep. Yep, that's it. I remember Movie Gallery would have it, and I would rent that, and I would rent Thrillville and play them all oh, the nice. time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, they, the newest Harvest Moon was Harvest Moon Story of Seasons, released in 2001. That's the newest one? Was from 2001? Yeah. Uh, Whoa. Publishers, Nintendo. Uh, here you go. This is why they're not... This is why they're not uh, like they used to be. Um, one of the developers of Harvest Moon is Tencent. Oh. Uh, Marvelous, Natsume, and Tencent were developers on the game. So which one Which one was that uh, from 2001? Uh, it's called Story of Seasons. Here's one on Pioneers of All of Town. One World from 2021. Oh, called One World? Yeah, but it's got an average of 1.8. This, this one technically isn't called Harvest Moon. This, this is, I think this is why... It's actually called Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town. But it's it is Harvest Moon. They oh, just okay. changed their name. Interesting. Weird. I don't know why they would have changed their name. It makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know, man. They just not the same. Probably something delete, probably some like legal issue. Harvest yeah. Moon One World. This one this one looks even just looks lame. From the screenshots. Wow. What's sad is like this is the it looks like this is the guy who who developed the first one, not not Sume. Not Sume uh developer. The story of seasons. One world. Oh, one world. Yeah. Oh, that that is worse. Yeah. Let me see. Who did Har- Harvest Moon One? I'm just curious. This was back in 1996 on wow. the Super Nintendo. Uh, developer was Amcus. Amcus. So I don't know, but Natsume was the publisher. So Natsume has been developed, been been involved since the beginning. Yeah, they just they had a, they had a good formula, at least yeah. up to a, to a wonderful life. Yeah, then they it seems like they. Sounds like they uh, lost their magic a little bit. Lost their mojo, baby. <laughs> well, that was another rabbit hole, but <laughs> you know, anytime yeah. we go on one topic, it just kind of ventures off. It is what well, you know, farming. It all kind of relates. Sure, at least we kept it like in yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Themed. Okay. It was okay. a themed tangent. So uh what have you guys been playing? Well, I actually played a game I think we mentioned briefly on the last episode. Um, tried a little Octopath Traveler out for the first time. Such a good game. I haven't played it, that one. It has not caught me yet. What what background did you choose? I am Ulbrich, the, the, the knight. knight. Okay, yep. yeah. 
And to be fair, I haven't made it very far. I just made it to where basically he's leaving the town and I uh-huh. I can go find the other seven. So you um, you beat the, the bandit in the cave, bandits in the cave. Yeah, and honestly, okay. that was kind of tough. I know. It's the the game does not hold your hand. It really doesn't. And so I got like wrecked the first time. So then I just went back to the vendor that's like right beside him, bought like eight of those healing grapes mm-hmm. and basically just made myself unbeatable. Sometimes you got to do that, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if the game's going to let you cheese it, yeah, it's, sometimes it's well, worth it's, it. It's not hey, cheesing it's, if it's yeah, mechanic. It's part of it. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I like the way you guys think. I will but, say that there are more compelling stories with some of the other backgrounds. That's kind of what I figured, um, and kind of what I I didn't read any spoilers, but I just I read that there's there's people have their favorites. Yeah. Um, now his story does get interesting. The farther you get into it without mm-hmm. spoiling anything, but his story is particularly slow to start. Really? Yeah. It, I, I hope the other ones have a little bit more going for them in the yeah. beginning. Like the, um, my favorite beginning so far is the rogue, the thief. Really? Yeah. It's, it's a, well, it's like your stereotypical, like thief beginning of an RPG, but right. they do it really well. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll keep trying to chip away at it. I keep signing myself on to all these like big open games. Yeah, what um, are you playing it on? Switch. Sweet. Okay. Yeah, that's what I got it on for for myself. Yeah, that. Uh, I'm trying to put some more time into my Switch. Uh, so you know, I've been playing Breath of the Wild recently, and then figured uh, I haven't played that, so I tried that. Mm-hmm. Um, play a little bit of Super Mario uh, All Stars. So trying to trying to get the Switch. Uh, you know, out and uh, active. Speaking of uh, RPGs on the Switch, did you ever check out uh, Three Houses? No, I have not. Um, I was I was gonna either get that one or the first Xenoblade game, but gotcha. Uh, I decided against both of them for now. Gotcha. You decided uh, to pay for that title. Yeah, which I <laughs> it worked out that I haven't got either one of them. That's good. Um, but. And what, once I eventually get through one of these big open games I'm working through, like Breath of the Wild or yeah. uh, Pillars of Eternity, I'll, I might buy another RPG. But yeah, dude, because Three Houses is massive, too. Really? Yeah. They're coming out with a, a continuation of that one, right? I think so. I can't remember what it's called. Three Warriors? Yeah, or something? something like that. I, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure that is supposed to be a direct continuation. Yeah. So, I, but I, that is one that I really want to try, um, just because Lucina was my main in Smash for so long, right? And so, and I know she's not in that one, but um, I don't know. Fire, Fire Emblem is pretty unique, or at least pretty iconic. Yeah, it is. Um, so uh, I feel like you got to try. I that love ta- tactics games. So, any game like Final Fantasy Tactics, I'm a hundred percent here for. Plus, <laughs> it has an added benefit of like active character development like you can create relationships with your squad mates oh yeah i'm a sucker for that that's like one of my favorite thing about a good rpg is like being able to like have like you know individual relationships with the characters and yeah and all and you know making it feel like all the party is like active and well and i'm you know specifically for me one of the reasons i like three houses so much is that you're a teacher in the game so it's it's pretty cool like you run your classroom and not only do you run a classroom, but you literally take your students out and lead them in battle. Yeah, that's cool. That's is that's a, one thing I thought with that when I read about it that interested me because I think that is a cool concept. Like, yeah, 
very being much. a teacher and um i know like in persona you're like a student which i think is kind of cool mm-hmm. there's just something about like living out school life in a video game that's cool yeah but in like a like a crazy like non-realistic fashion yeah like a, you know like a like kids or... die yeah exactly exactly <laughs> yeah die. um but yeah so I, I i definitely want to get that one um maybe octopath traveler will be my my exchange one octopath traveler exchanges for one three houses. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, what have you guys been playing? Well, Mike and I actually played a little bit more Core Keeper. Yep. Um, we did some co-op on that, and we really have cool. officially defeated the first boss. Oh, yeah. And uh, what was his name, Micah? Glurg, something like that. Hold on. Basically, it was a big ball of slime. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like a pretty, uh, pretty good. His name first is boss for an underground game, like Glurb the Blurb or something, something like that. Something like that. Glurch. Glurch. It is. Uh, what's his name? But anyway, Glurch uh, the abominious mass. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's just mass. say uh, that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> it put a hurting on Mike and I. Dang. Oh, he did? Oh, no, you have no clue. Yeah, there was there was death involved. Oh lots, no. Lots of death. I'm, I'm assuming death is not as punishing in that as it is in like Valheim oh, or God, Patrick's no. on board. No. Does the battle end if both of you die, or do you have to like defeat oh, well, him like in Terraria? Sort of. Yeah, I mean, you, you still he heals. Yeah, so basically you start over, right? Uh, but like the one thing I will say about this is when you die, you don't like lose everything. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. which is actually very nice. Like, I get yeah. it that it's a mechanic in other games, but man, it's so nice to just not every game needs it. Right? Exactly. Yeah, like our stuff is still on the other side of the planet in Valheim. Yeah. <laughs> and there it shall remain. As I said, that world, I don't think we'll be going back. Yeah, together. we're gonna just start over. We do need to hop back in that game. We do. There's been quite a few updates out since we were in it last. Yeah, yeah, but it's uh, but it's changed quite a bit. Maybe Death Skeetos have gotten nerfed. Well, I heard that <laughs> there's only hope. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard there's some other mechanics to defeat them now. Oh, really? Sick. All right. Yeah. So. Yeah, Mark, dude, this boss jumps through walls. Well, I'll go just put that out there. Anyone listening? I don't think this is a spoiler, but this thing can come through walls. So don't think you can hide behind a wall. Can't just go back inside. Yeah. You don't see him. No. Yeah. yeah. It don't work that way. Okay, so it's they start you off just throwing you into the deep end. They do because they don't give you any kind of clue of how to defeat this guy. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> so what? What was the secret? Well, if you don't want a spoiler, tune out for about five minutes. Yeah. Uh, but basically, we crafted some slingshots. And uh, so what, what was that? I was running around with a slingshot, and you were yep. hitting it with a sword? Yeah, I I crafted a uh, – well, it was ten, right? We crafted yeah. ten swords. Yeah, ten swords and slingshots. And we started off by just smacking them with slingshots. Then Ryan kept up the slingshot fire, and I ran in with the sword and started meleeing him. Um, and we b- barely, barely beat him. 
And wow. one key point is there's slime all over the ground from and it slows guy. you down. Yeah. So you have to oh, like really? pick it up yeah. with a shovel. Wow. Sounds like there's a lot going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And he not not to mention we did find the second boss, we think. Yeah, that huge freaking like centipede or something. Yeah, oh dude, it's terrifying. Wow. I don't know how we're supposed to fight that thing. Dude, I I hate bugs. I hate bugs. Yeah. This one's pretty <laughs> rough. Yeah. I oof. This one's called like the hive mother or something like that. Ew. Give you an idea. Yeah. But I will dude, that just you, makes my skin crawl. Yeah. Yeah. This this game though. It's like it's it's enough to keep you going each time. It's like almost like a sieve, and like you have to do one more thing. You know what I mean? Yep, right. There's yeah, we always trying something to get you off. Do. We were trying to get off one night, Ryan, and we ended up staying like an extra forty five minutes because we're like, wait, wait, I got to do this. <laughs> yeah, we got to plant. Wait, got to do this. this. Got to yeah. do this. Yeah. So, Mark, I, it's only like twelve bucks or something like that. New. You know what I mean? You would like it. It I'm sounds like I would. You, you would could like just buy it and hop right in the game with us if you want. Yeah, uh, that's the plan. I'll pick it up soon. Um, gotta gotta get some more hours at work coming. Mm, oh, I hear that. Recoup some of these losses, but it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, remember that. I'm gonna write Micah? it down. Yeah. Well, so I haven't, I haven't had a lot of time to play. Since our last recording, work has just been kind of. Well, you know, you had a busy week with the whole introduction to this episode. So that's true. Yeah, I did a little bit of work on that. Um, still doing a little bit of work on uh, helping uh, helping our long term sub teach the other civics classes. So it's it's just been a very busy week. So I've I played two games that are just very atmospheric games that I like to go back to when I'm feeling like in a dark fantasy mood. Um, one is a, a newer game on um, consoles. It's actually an old, well, not old, but it's a board game. They, they uh, adapted a board game to consoles and it is called Tainted Grail Conquest. And it's like, it is a grim dark version of the Arthurian legend. Um, so it's, pretty it's pretty hardcore um the art is fantastic uh and uh it's a very tough game uh i haven't played the solo variant of the game um on tabletop i've only played it multiplayer and the way i'm playing it on console right now is the solo variant and that game is punishing it is not nearly this hard when you're playing with a group of people on a tabletop but uh, they did a really good job translating the board game aspects uh, to a com- to a console. So um, it's a difficult game. It's not one that would be for everybody, but if you're a board game player, you like Tainted Grail. Um, if you played the board game version, the the uh, video game version is a pretty good uh, attempt at uh, digitizing it. So and they I just give it a thumbs up. They just added this one to Game Pass, didn't they? Yep, yep. That's why I play. I tried it on the. <laughs> Um, on Xbox, like, like I said, I'd played the the tabletop version, never the video game version. I wasn't interested in the video game per- version, but I'll tell you, it, it's it's uh way cheaper to to buy the video game version <laughs> of this game. Um, but uh, the game itself comes with like minis and like superly awesome ske- uh, sculpted minis. 
Um, the art, same art style is used in the game. It's pretty neat. Um, it's a card combat game. So you're like, you're building a deck of attacks and defense moves. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's a roguelite. So as you die, you actually gain powers and whatever your progress you made in the game saves over to your next run. So, uh, it's pretty cool. Nice. Uh, so that one gets a, a good old thumbs up for me right now. It's not for everybody, but if you're if you're into like roguelites and uh, grimdark, you know Arthurian legend and stuff like that, you'd like it. Uh, then the other one I've been playing is an old favorite of mine, uh, Diablo three. Um, yeah, you know, sometimes you just want to go in there and smack some uh, some demons around. So actually, nothing wrong actually. with that. Yeah. So uh, I've actually. Uh, purchased the Diablo 2 remaster. Um, I just haven't uh, installed it yet. So I played the old Diablo 3 I still had installed. Yeah, I've, I think I'm going <clears> to <throat> install the Diablo 2 tonight. So I've I've played Diablo 3. I've played Diablo 2. Uh, between the two of them, which one would be like better? Mm. I've only ever played the second one on PC. Um, but I have to say Diablo two. It's got to me. It's got a more interesting um, story. And back in the day when I played it multiplayer, it just kind of tickles my uh, nostalgia bone. Uh, Diablo three is okay. I wasn't a huge like naysayer uh, about Diablo three as a lot of people were. I didn't think it was as bad as a lot of people made it out to be. Right, um, but. I prefer Diablo 2. That's fair. I think um, I've I've heard a lot of good things about Diablo 2. Like almost like, you know, it's one of it was one of Blizzard's best. Yeah, it's in my top ten of games ever on the PC. Oh wow! Like that I ever played. So, and have you played the remake yet at all? I have not. The I've only ever played the original. I got it way back when. Uh, I actually got it in the battle chest. I don't know if you guys heard of this. Either of you um, hear the Diablo battle chest? I don't think so. All right, go- Google it real quick. It's a uh, it was a huge box set of uh, games that you would got. It came with Diablo one, Diablo two, and then Diablo two um, uh, expansion pass. Oh, I, I have this, seen this. this. I was gonna say yeah. this is what yeah. I was thinking it was. Yeah, this is like. Yeah. Yeah, this is a this is a huge throwback. I loved it. I remember getting the battle chest at um, Staples of all places back when they sold PC games. Yeah, but do you remember when Staples had all the PC games? I know. I mean, that was a golden age. Um, they used to be the, like anytime my dad was, we'd go to Staples. I'd always be like, oh, and then, <laughs> but you know, the PC games always made up for it. Yeah. Yep. But then I, you know, I, I also witnessed the era of when they just, you know, they stopped carrying all the heavy hitters and started carrying all like the, uh, just like the educational games. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's when I knew. That that's when they were dead to me. I'll go to. Yeah, all the absolutely, snacks. absolutely. I agree, a hundred percent. I remember one time walking in there and the, and all the cool games were gone. I was like, "What is this nonsense?" Yeah, but you know, Walmart even stepped up their game for a while. That's true. With the PC games. Yeah. Steam just it, killed all that. Yeah, they did. I was gonna say it's now it's weird to like see. To me, it's a weird concept to think about buying a yeah. physical copy of a PC game. 
dude, I cannot tell you how much, like, I wish I'd have kept my box of the battle chest. Like that was such a victory for me. That was my first M rated game I was ever allowed to buy. And it was a dang good one too. So that's a solid one to get your yeah, start on. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so, so good. I also bought the, uh, boxed copy box physical copy of Baldur's gate Two. Oh wow uh, same place not the same trip but it was the same place nice man memories <laughs> Dude, Baldur's gate is one of those that i i really want to get into but oh my god is it hard bro it's hard it's super hard like i do not understand it at all just, just use just do what i do just use cheats that's not a bad idea. I mean, I, I'm at the point now where, like, I, I'm not going to pretend like I'm better at games than I am. <laughs> at least you're yeah. honest. Yeah. Just own it. Yeah. Especially a game like that where it's single player, it's story based. I don't want to stress too much. I just want to experience the story. Yeah. I think that's fair. That's not asking too much. No, no, I'm not hurting anybody. That's right. So it's a victimless crime. By the Pleasure. way, a little, little shout out to the best training tool available. If you play PC games, it's called Wii Mod. I have not ever heard of that. It's, if I'm being honest, it's uh, it's awesome. It's a trainer with almost any game you want on it. So, so is that kind of like action replay? Sorta, yeah, yeah. Except this one is um, supported by the developers and like a whole community of modders. It's got a trusted signature. Like it's definitely not spyware. Unlike you know some trainers you can download from like questionable sites, right? So this one is this one's legit. Um, you can use it for free. There is a paid like subscription, um, but you don't need to you don't need to subscribe to use it. It works fine without this uh, without the uh, subscription. It's called what? We mod W E M O D. Yeah, we mod. Huh. So what what like what kind of cheats do they add like for Baldur's Gate? Uh. Hold on, I'll just I'll pull it up. I'll tell you right now. Uh, let's see. Uh, Baldur's Gate Two is the one I have pulled up. Baldur's Gate Two Enhanced Edition. They have unlimited health, unlimited money, and super stats. Okay, so those yeah. pretty decent ones. Yeah. So you just you launch the game through the Wii Mod app, and then it tells you what button toggles the cheat like f1 is unlimited health so you just press f1 any game you'll hear a little ding and that means you're you're good to go dang yeah it's sick <laughs> it does sound pretty nifty i love it especially for Baldur's gate yep we mod. some I some games are just some games are just uh you know it's not that serious bro yeah no 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 need to get uh Anything in a twist? Do you have so you have Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition, right? Uh, yes. Okay, so you, yeah, the treats they have for it are unlimited health, super stats, and unlimited money. So same ones. That's kind of all you need. Yeah, I mean, really. that kind of covers all the bases. Yeah, oh, they got crazy ones for Baldur's Gate Three: God Mode, Unlimited Movement. Dude, is Baldur's like, Gate Three looks insane. Is yeah, it's like disable your achievements when you do it. Probably. I'm I'm sure it does. I've yeah. not I've not tried it. Mark, you won't be able to play then. Mark's like I get this. I've never understood why they punish you for that. Like, come on! I bought yeah. the game. <laughs> Let me play how yeah. I want. And give me exactly. my achievements. 
Screw you guys. So, Mark, I do have a question. Mm-hmm. I see on here that you played some War Thunder. I've I been did. curious. I've been curious about this game. Sick. What do you think? I this mean, game. So I've actually played it's free, this game right? since. Yes, it is free. Um, I've played this game since the early days of it. Uh, one a good friend of mine is like he's just always loved like you know aviation and and air combat and everything. Um, so you know he's always he's always liked it. So I've just played with him, but. Dude, this game is something else now. They just released um like a higher res update pack for, and it's like you know optimized for the Series X and everything. Um and the nice thing about it is like I haven't played it in months. Uh just installed it and played it yesterday and like was able to, you know, get lots of kills, bomb lots of targets, like you know, have fun with the game. You don't feel like you're just getting like attacked by you know, the top tier players um every match. Um, I actually got so I we were flying. I was flying a bomber at one point and had this like biplane fighter heading straight like head on with me, and he tried to like fly up above me, and I just tilted my plane a little bit and caught him with my wing and just like evacuated his plane, just destroyed it. Um, it looks so sick. That sounds awesome. So, yeah. so it's a recommendation for you. Oh, do a hard recommendation. And the cool thing too is like on PC, you know, you could you could put up like a joystick or something. I mean, you could really get into it. Um, but it's really good with just a controller too. All right. Well, very cool. to look into that. Yeah, definitely it's it's worth playing. And for free, it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. That's a yeah, I mean, I and that I know of. There's nothing, you know, blocked off. I was gonna say, pay. is it like loaded with microtransactions or anything like that? uh no I, not that i've seen i mean there's a a, ch- a choice to pay for, for premium and you can get like boosts to like your research to get planes quicker and stuff um uh, but i mean even playing with the f- like free um base account every time you log in um, i think you get a reward every time you log in but then if you log in like three days in a row you get a better reward than like seven days in a row an even better reward um and you get unlocks all the time like i had a, a research booster going last night and unlocked a plane that i like a, a really nice fighter plane in just a couple matches all so, right sounds good yeah it's uh it's worth it's definitely a good game worth playing <clears throat> So Ryan, how's uh, FIFA treating you? I know it's a little bit of a controversial topic these, these days. Um, well, actually, um, I have stepped down to the PS4 to play FIFA online with a friend. And um, I will tell you guys, it is definitely eye-opening when you go from PS5 to PS4. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> like, like, I didn't really think it would be, especially for FIFA, but... The loading times alone are ridiculous on PS4. Really? Yeah. See, that's what's ruined. SSDs have ruined it for me. Yeah, I mean, you you have to have SSD now. You can't go back. Like it is painful, but also <laughs> just the visuals. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, it's just that's it's crazy. Incredible. That's crazy. Like literally a year and a half ago, we were like, "Oh, these visuals are great," and now we're like, "Man." Kind of dated looking. <laughs> What's amazing about it is it's the same game on PS4 and PS5 that yeah, I played. That's wild. 
because it's like the next gen upgrade I got for free on FIFA 21. Yeah. Wow. So it's not wow. even the latest, you know, game in the right. series. It's literally the same game. So wow. for those of you on the fence of buying the new console, just go for it. Yeah, it's worth it. Pull that trigger. Yeah, Mark, pull that trigger. Hey, yeah. well, I've already got one of the new consoles. <laughs> That's true. So I, 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 I make the cut. Yeah, you do. Okay. But if anyone else needed an endorsement, the Guardians of the Galaxy game, that should that's another one that you need to have a I, I think you need to have one of the new consoles to, to fully enjoy. Yeah. Have either one of y'all tried that out? I have downloaded it. I have not started it yet. So I'm not but I'm sure it's great. Well, I won't spoil anything, but I will say um I downloaded it today and played it for four hours straight. Wow. That's that's what I was doing um, right up until we started recording okay. this. To be a college Dude. kid. Sick. <laughs> Dude, the know, story, right? the story is so good. So far. I mean, I'm I'm on chapter four. I don't know how many chapters there are. But... I mean, dude, you've been playing for four hours. So yeah. If the, if the story is still good four hours in, it's a good story. Yeah, okay. That's that's if that's a fair judgment call. Yeah. Um like all the characters are just so good. They feel like I mean, they feel like the Guardians of the Galaxies that we all, or the Guardians of the Galaxy that we all know and love. Oh, that's cool. Um, and like you know, like Star Lord obviously doesn't look like uh, Chris Pratt, um, right? But it looks I more don't like know. the comic. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, and what's what's cool is like you know you can explore the map and everything. Yeah, uh, like it's not open world, but it, like the level that you're on is pretty open. So it's like it's like open open linear levels yeah exactly okay. um right. and so like if you're trying to get to your objective but you know you're trying to go find loot and like components and, or, or yeah. suits for the guardians to wear uh the other ones will like comment on that and be like you know like quill you're going the wrong way and um so like the banter back and forth is okay. top notch um right now it's it's up there it might be my favorite superhero game but oh, wow. uh but Star Lord is also my favorite superhero. So okay, fair enough. Um, I'm kind of biased. Yeah. But like a lot of like the, you know, the some cool mechanics, like, you know, you, you get to make like choices and um, there's like com or dialogue options that are really cool um, and kind of impact the way the story unfolds, uh, which, you know, I'm a sucker for that. Yeah. And getting to do it a Star Lord is just like a cherry on top. Right. But I think you'll really like it, Micah. So I, you, I really your reaction to this play it. is like my, my reaction when. Batman Arkham came out, my favorite hero. So it was like, wow. Yes, live my favorite hero. Fantasy. Yes, that is yeah. what it feels like. Cool. I'm excited for that. Then. Yeah, I, if that's another one. Uh, if 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 you can make time while you're playing some farming simulator this week. <laughs> yeah. Finish yes. Guardians of the Galaxy. There you go. I'll try. I do have it downloaded, so um, it's ready to roll. Yeah. You'll have to let me know if you get to it and tell me what you think about it because I'm loving it. Well, maybe tomorrow night when I get home from prom, working the prom, I will uh, I'll, I'll unwind by playing some Guardians of the Galaxy. Do that. Honestly, it sounds like a good way to un- unwind yeah. from having to I'm be gonna in need, prom. Yeah, I'm going to need to. <laughs> I'm going to need to <laughs> And I'm on the clock, so I can't even, I can't even uh, have a libation or two. Oh, you can have plenty of libations to go along with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that's right. Perfect. It'd be a perfect exactly. Combo. Perfect. There you go. That's a plan. Solid. 
dude, and sticking to episode 69's theme, uh, the the Gamora and uh, the leader of Nova Corps. Yep. It's a treat. It's a hot. treat. Super hot. They are Sick. indeed. Nice. Hot pixels. Yeah. These, these pixels are about <laughs> the hottest pixels I think an alien pixel could be. There you go. Okay. I'm even you heard more it here. Now. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> hey, yeah. Oh, man. You got Magna Mark on the prowl over here. Oh, I, I keep my eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta stay frosty. That's it. What an That's, episode, I tell you. What? So that wraps it up for a me. Finale. What a, well, episode 69 ended with a happy ending. As there it should. Go. Hey. <laughs> we'll always leave you satisfied. That's true. We'll try. After an hour with us. Yep. Hopefully want more. Yeah. You have a cigarette, a little layabout in the bed. And uh, you're ready to hit this this episode on repeat. Dive right back in. That's it. That's exactly right. Wow. <laughs> Ryan's like, wow. He's, he's blushing. <laughs> uh, all, all right, right tell us. Same time next week. Sure. Same Same bat time, same bat channel. Same bat hosts. Something like that. Same <laughs> bat hosts. Yep. Exactly. Please uh, give us a review on your favorite platform. Absolutely. Yes. Any, preferably any a, preferably a, a good review. But yeah, preferably a good review. But we'll take anything at this point. If, if you just can't help yourself. Yeah. All right, guys. All right, guys. Cool. We'll do it again next week. Take it Micah, easy. You want to give a little bit of credit? Yep, it's coming here at the end. So the music you heard in the intro, courtesy of Incompetech.com. The music was Smooth Loving. Composer was Kevin McLeod, the king of royalty-free music. Uh, This can be found at Incompetech.com, and it's licensed under Creative Commons. Bye. See ya.